All right, um, we will get started. The time is 6.02 p.m. The purpose of our meeting this evening is for the informational briefing regarding the evolving state and local orders uh, regarding face masks in public schools. All right, for those who just walked in, folks, let's just be respectful tonight of each other's comments. There was a comment that was made over here, sir, whoever you were. Please keep those type of comments to yourself. There's no profanity allowed in here. We do have children in here. Let's be respectful of that as well. Don't become so emotional about this, all right? Thank you very much. All right. Board, Superintendent, thank you for being here. Thank you for inviting me up to speak. I have a very simple point to make. My son will never wear a mask in school again. Uh, I appreciate the theater tonight, and I hope we can avoid future nights of having such theater. Thank you. All right, next. I'll make this real quick. It's very sad. There's two kinds of people in this room tonight. Those of us who believe in choice, if you want to wear your mask, wear your mask. But don't force me, don't force my kids to put something on their face that I don't agree with. Choice versus force. Choice versus force. Think about that. And I am going to ask that people refrain from applause and extended outbursts so we can move efficiently through the meeting and so people can hear their names called as well. Masks are political theater. Children are being played as political pawns. Parents need to govern their children. My children will not be wearing masks. Thank you. All right, next. I felt led to speak for all of the students. So I went to a small private school since fifth grade, and I moved to Drip for the experience. Huge crowds at football games, pep rallies, basketball games, track meets, the list goes on. Mandating masks and limiting capacity is taking away all the joy and excitement from those events. We can't get these years back. The past year and a half, we've been told what we can and can't do. What happened to the freedom of choice in America? Regarding COVID-19, I can speak from experience. I caught COVID on July 4th and was sick for just a few days. But God made our bodies to fight disease. And yes, I understand there are certain situations if a student has an immune disorder or illness, which makes them more at risk. If that's the case, just keep them home. And it's proven that the flu is more dangerous and kills more kids than Corona. And y'all didn't make us wear masks for that. Thank you. All right, next. All right, next. Ma'am, thank you for your time. Thank you for, me, for allowing me to speak today. I hope you're listening and I hope you're ready. I'm a proud resident of Hayes County, Texas, proud mother of three and a proud American. We want to say thank you for having the courage not to force muzzle our children. You said no mask mandate period and we thank you. It has been like our superintendent who are standing in the gap. Since you're doing a good job, I have a message for America. In 26 days, it will have been 20 years since 9-11. Never forget what happened in the last 20 years. What is happening now? Since 9-11, there have been more and more restrictions put into place that are apparently for our safety and we are no safer today. In fact, we're much worse off. And I hope this teaches us a lesson that it never pays off to get a, give up our rights. The Taliban has now taken over Afghanistan. There's mass chaos and violent attacks. There was no threat in the beginning of the year. Where's Biden? I thought he was going to unite us all. I saw 
saw him speak today and I saw no leadership. We need federal funding. Where is the federal support for these school districts as we face funding challenges? Why isn't Biden providing federal funding for optional virtual schooling in this pandemic? Our school districts are broke. We can't afford it and we need the funding. Where's Biden is the top trending hashtag right now. Hashtag where's Biden? And meanwhile, we hear from President Trump multiple times daily at the desk of Donald Trump. Just today, President called President Trump, our President Trump, our President Trump called Joe Biden to resign in disgrace of Afghanistan, our COVID surge and our border catastrophe. If you're confused why I'm bringing this up, it could not be more relevant to right here, right now. Wake up. This pandemic is real and this sham bigot. Can you hear me? This sham. I, I think your microphone this may have been turned off because your time has expired. So I'm so sorry. Ma'am, I'm sorry, we, can, we cannot hear you because your mic has been turned off because your time has expired. I am going to have to ask you to yield to our next speaker. Thank you. Ma'am, I need you to take your seat at this time so we can move on to our next speaker. Thank you, board, for giving me a few minutes to speak this evening. Based on this evening and the apparent misunderstanding on behalf of this entire room, it's clear that our situation still needs to improve. Requiring students to wear masks causes educational, emotional, and psychological setbacks. Consonants like P and F are already confusing for young children to distinguish. Cover your mouth while teaching these skills and it becomes infinitely more difficult for the student to learn them correctly and for the teacher to hear or see mistakes. Perpetuating this culture of fear will have a detrimental effect on our next generation, which is already apparent in the mental health issues and child suicide on the rise. With the new surge of Delta variant, the only option is universal masking. And this choice is not just about my family alone. This is for all of our children and all of our community. Thank you. All right, next. Hello, here I am. The governor has already decided this. This isn't up for debate. The Supreme Court has weighed in. This is not your choice. That's it. All right, next. All right, thank you to the board for giving me 90 seconds. I'm here to talk today about fear because you fear child or children struggling with emotional, psychological, and educational development, depression, anxiety, or suicidality because of masking. Yeah, I get to uh, walk up and sniff her hair, unlike some other people. <laughs> Okay, so I, I didn't write anything. I'm not good about writing things and staying on task, so I talk from my heart. Um, as you can tell today, about 95 to 98% of us do not have a mask, right? So we are sending a clear, clear message back to you all. I don't think we're stuttering in any way. We can talk about data. We can talk about everything that everyone's already mentioned. I know some of you people up there. You all know me. Half of these people know me. We are here giving you our message, and we're not stuttering. Not in any way. We will not wear masks. Uh, Joe and Stacy, I just want to say it was an honor to come after you. I am here not to speak for or against masks. I'm here to ask everyone, why are we here this evening? What changed that this board decided to have an emergency meeting? What changed? A lawless judge made a decision he didn't have the power or authority to make. And you spent an hour and a half with lawyers to learn that? He can't do it. 
It belongs to us. It belongs to the people. And you can tell from everyone that's here, you can tell from everyone that's here and the passion in my voice that even if you said we had to do something like cover our face, and trust me, if I were a tyrant like you, I would, we won't. We will not comply. Thank you. Next. Hello. Um, this is my son, Hayes. This is my son, Nash. And my daughter was a little too nervous. She's in fourth grade. Um, to make it simple, as you know, my children will never, ever, 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 ever wear a mask at school. Ever again. Thank you. All right, next. This meeting is a waste of time. We shouldn't be here. Thank you. All right, next. I want the board to know my children, first grader Piper, third grader Hallie, and seventh grader Emma will never wear a mask. All right, next. Hi, I'm just um, here to add to the numbers. My kindergartner last year came home and said, Mom, I can't see my friends smile. All right, next. Good evening. Thank you for the uh, opportunity to speak. Uh, basically, you know, echoing everything that uh, people have said so far, um, this is a parental choice thing. You know, my child, you know, my choice. All right, next. I am an eighth grader. I'm here to explain, as a hard of hearing, mentally ill youth, why we shouldn't wear masks this school year. COVID-19, we've all heard of it and been affected by it too, but what about facing the effects during middle school, well known for being some of the hardest years of your life, alone, and not feeling scars? Thank you. Thank you for having the courage to share with us. All right, next. School safer for everyone. That's a fallacy. There is no empirical data that says that masks as worn in school by our children all day make anybody any safer. But I will tell you definitively, mask mandates have harmed my children. You heard from Elle. She ended up in psychiatric treatment because of how she was isolated from her peers and her teachers, how the mask mandate and the COVID protocols cut her off from her free and appropriate education. That tells you how much the board in this district cares about us. My children will never wear masks. All right, next. I think as a student, we should have a choice to wear a mask or not. If you don't feel comfortable wearing one, don't wear one. If you feel comfortable, wear one. Silently communicate happiness. Last year, I didn't see anyone's smiles except for at lunch, and honestly, there weren't many smiles there either. Thank you. Next. How can you help keep my kids safe? They can't get the vaccine right now. And it's your choice to get the vaccine or not. That's fine. But you're putting my kids in danger. So how do we, how do, we do that? I don't know. Okay, I'm going to ask that we not have outbursts from the audience while our speaker I know, that's probably my fault. I'm, I'm, like, I'm asking so, you. That could be my fault. Please continue. Yeah. This has been an impossible and constantly changing decision to mandate masks in our schools. All right, next. Planning when we were walking through there, masks on, masks off, we were all happy. That worked. Why are we trying to change that? 
All right, so let's stop doing that and realize that we've already got a plan in place. Let's stick with it. Thank you. All right, next is... Good evening, the board and members of the community. I will be a senior this next year. I started failing. I'm going into my senior year. I got to be applying for college. This is my future at stake. If I start failing again, what are colleges going to see when I start applying? Trying to apply for college with failing classes is very hard. You can't understand anything. Listen to the students who are up here speaking. Everyone who has taught, who is a student, basically has asked not to wear them or be forced to wear them. Thank you. Yeah. All right, next. Good evening. Quote, there is no justification for taking away individuals' freedom in the guise of public safety. That would be one Thomas Jefferson, the author of our Constitution. So the law is not on your side, neither is science. My daughter will not be wearing a mask in school, and it's not because of political reasons, it's because masks don't work. Masks do not prevent the spread of COVID. They do not keep you from catching COVID. As a mom, it is my job to keep my own child safe and healthy. I will not burden my child with the responsibility of keeping other people healthy and making other people feel better while compromising her immune system and giving herself migraines by breathing in CO2 all day long. We don't need a government or a school board taking our God-given freedoms away and forcing us to do something we don't want to do. My grandson, going into fourth grade, is so excited to be able to go without a mask, to be able to eat lunch with his friends, and to be able to be on the playground at recess with his friends. Our country established under God and therefore modeled after God's natural law allows each person to have his own free will. I gratefully stand here today recognizing that our ability to exercise those freedoms still exist. So thank you for taking that into account. As we know, a wave of lawlessness is sweeping over Texas. Not only did Judge Becerra overstep his boundaries by totally disregarding state statewide executive orders, but he also recklessly put so many teachers, staff, and administrators at the risk of endless lawsuits as a result of students, staff, and visitor noncompliance, like myself and my children, who will not follow a mask mandate. Yeah, good evening, all. Uh, this night took a little bit different turn than I, I, I expected. I was hoping I'd hear from from the board as to what their thoughts were on this, but uh, I will tell you my thoughts. I would request that you don't require masks for the students. Uh, we've heard a lot of facts tonight, um, you know, for, against, whatever, but there are two indisputable facts I, I think you need to consider. Number one, masks are not natural. And number two, the COVID is not a significant risk so um, what I would do in conclusion is saying, please don't require masks. I think it's an unnecessary impediment. Thanks. All right, next. Government doesn't care about our safety. It's all about liability and about getting sued and losing money. There's so much misinformation out right now. We're in a terrifying time in the world right now because nobody knows what's real. We got scientists, we got doctors, both sides of the aisle, both sides of the issue. So what I try to do is common sense. 
if you can explain the science, how does that make any sense to anybody? That's where I draw the line and go, eh, yeah, probably not that important. When does it end? When do we stop wearing masks? And my final point is, are we just simply here to live? Or I'm sorry, are we here, simply here to exist? Or do we want to live? We want to live. We want our kids to live. Hi, I'm not Amy. I'm her husband, Tony. So uh, I'm standing here for she's back there. But I'm so sorry. I'm sorry, sir. People uh, sign up to speak, and if I don't, I'm so sorry, sir. If you if you did not sign up to speak, then we do not. Sorry, sir. All right. I know that there's passion in this community on both sides of this issue, and I know that that's what's brought you here tonight and compelled you to feel like you need to be a part of this conversation. We are going to conclude our um, public comment this evening, and we are going to move on uh, with our board meeting. Uh, we will give you all a minute. Um, sir, sir, I'm going to ask that you um, refrain from addressing us, please. There. I think the only clear answer is there is no clear answer at this time. All right. Um, well, thank you all. Thanks for coming to everyone. Um, as I said, we do have meetings scheduled. We have our agenda review meeting scheduled next Monday. We have our regular board meeting scheduled the Monday after that. Um, so we should be set up if there is any um, late breaking changes that we're required to address. Um, but as of now, uh, protocols will continue in place and we're excited to have kids back in school tomorrow. So there being no further action, uh, we will stand adjourned at 9, 10 p.m. Thank y'all. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm going to ask if y'all um, wish to have a discussion to please go ahead and, and move um, outside to have your discussion. Thank you. So, um, Ms. Day. <laughs>